Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Hopefully what's not going to be bad is this other bowl game we're going to be talking about tomorrow, which we will be here for. It's Michigan taking on Georgia, number two versus number three in the Orange Bowl. It's going to be... A good one, the Capital One Orange Bowl Friday night, of course, in Miami. Um, these two there. teams, Michigan and Georgia, played just two previous times uh, with both teams winning one. Their last meeting took place just a couple days ago or a couple years ago, 1965. Uh, Michigan <laughs> has the last four. Michigan has lost four bowl games in a row, but we know this year Michigan is very different under Harbaugh. He kind of overhauled everything, um, coaching staff, philosophy, et cetera, et cetera. And then we're looking at the uh, Georgia Bulldogs, two and one in their last three postseason trips. Trista, do you have a play in this game? Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting matchup here because, you know, if you think about Jim Harbaugh, you know, he was basically dead, wasn't he? Like everybody thought he was going to be fired. I, I, You could not find a single person who thought he was long for this job. ESPN gave the Wolverines a 0.7% chance of winning the Big Ten and a 0.0% chance of reaching the college football playoff. Uh, and Michigan players have been hyping each other up like pretty much all season by saying that. Like, hey, yeah, analysts are giving us a 2% Billboard chance. material. Yeah, bulletin board material. And I think, like, they're actually overselling how much ESPN believed in them because, like, everybody thought this team was going to do nothing. So Harbaugh saving the season uh, was, I think, a miracle, especially with these two signature wins, like one blowing out Ohio State. Like, that was the bugaboo and blowing out Iowa. He's playing to me. To me, like, Michigan's playing with house money just like Cincinnati. Like, nobody believed in either one of these teams. Like, he's won everywhere that he's gone. He's won in San Diego. He won in Stanford. He won at San Francisco. So, I don't know. Like, this is a game that's going to come down to defense for me uh, and going to come down to, like, whose offensive line I trust the most, whose quarterback I trust the most. And you might say, okay, well, Trista, do you trust Stetson Bennett? And the answer is no. Like, there is zero pressure for me thinking that Michigan's Michigan has zero pressure for them. Like, all the pressure to me now is on Georgia. You've been number one seed all season long. You get punched into the mouth. Are you either rattled or do you have the fire underneath your butt, belly? I don't know. I think that they might get rattled. I think they might be kind of thinking like, oh, maybe we were just hyping up ourselves. Maybe we're uh, sniffing our own, like, hype a little bit too much. So, Georgia? Yeah. Like, I think Aiden Hutchinson's the real deal. Um, like you said, could have been a Heisman guy. Number two in Heisman voting for a reason. Uh, I kind of like Michigan plus seven and a half. Mm. You like Georgia. Show bet. Yeah. Michigan, it's been cute. Like, it, it's been cool. I keep underselling them. Like, I keep not believing in them. Oh, Michigan is, like, good. I, I will say this. Like, I, I'm the one who doubted Michigan. I'm, I'm one of those guys. Not an ESPN analyst, but close enough. Okay, I've been doubting Michigan for a very long time. And I have to say, if this was not Georgia off of a loss to Bama after being the number one seed for the majority of the year, I'd be riding with Michigan. But this is Georgia. Oh, my gosh. Finally, Pitt gets an interception. That's beautiful against Michigan State. Um, But this is Georgia. Coming off of the biggest dud of the year. The biggest dud. This team, this is the team that had no weaknesses. Like, none. This is a team that has dominated every single 
opponent that they faced. Like you look at their record. You look at what they they have. They had one win this year, one win, which came against Clinton. That was by one score. The other eleven games came by eleven points or more. Eleven wins, eleven points or more. That's sick. That's complete and utter domination of everybody that you line up in front of them. Now, if there's a time to be had, it's Nick Saban. It's Bama as an underdog. If you check the trends, I know you don't like love certain trends, but like you like the narrative-based trends. I do. Nick Saban as an underdog. Just, just, just a, here. Just take my money. Like, Kirby, what are, what are we waiting how about for? Kirby Smart in a big moment? How do you like that for a narrative? Kirby Smart, Smart peeing down his leg in a big moment. You, you fall into that narrative. You love that narrative. Yeah, I do. You do. Like, do you, are you going to get fooled? Because I was fooled into believing that Kirby Smart was for real and, and that Georgia would come back and, like, be able to be in a huge moment and perform. Do I trust Jim Harbaugh or do I trust Kirby Smart? I don't even think you have to really trust Kirby Smart. Like, do you trust Michigan's offense to take advantage of Alabama, not Alabama, Georgia's defense like Alabama was able to and no other team in this, this season has been able to? I don't. I just don't. They have a better offensive line than Alabama does. Who, Michigan? Yes. I, I couldn't tell in that last game against well, no, Georgia. No, Alabama looked dominant. I don't know what, what they did. Like, I'm not sure what happened, but that was, like, anomalous to their entire season. Their entire O-line has had holes up and down their, their offensive line all season where people are able to get pressure on Bryce Young. You saw how Auburn was able to do them. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. I know that all season long, Michigan has had a better offensive line than Alabama. I don't think Michigan is really ready for what this bat, what this Georgia defense <laughs> is about to do. You give, like, think about how dominant, like, really, let's not, if you take away give this me the last, li- if you take away this last game against Alabama, which is Bama, we know uh-huh. that, and Georgia looked very mediocre. They looked they like they, we expected it pee-pee down the lake. It's Alabama in that, in that stadium, by the way. Yep, in of that course, stadium. It's Bama all the way. Kirby is good for that. But out of that game, that defense was the defense that we were talking about. Like, is this defense good enough to put in the NFL right like right now? You know, every year we have a team or a unit in, in one of these college football teams that typically it's Alabama. But, like, one of these teams, like, could this offensive line or defensive line or skill position sp- skill positions go up against the worst team in the NFL? That was Georgia's defensive line. That was them all year long. So now you're telling me after they get embarrassed against – Alabama. Now they go up against Michigan on one month prep. Stop. Let me ask you this. Come on. Like we talk about anomalies, yep. right? Anomalies. If Alabama's offensive line went that crazy against this defense line, if it wasn't, it wasn't even that, but like the play calling was perfect. Everything was perfect for Alabama that game. It was. Talk about anomalies. The the true anomaly is Georgia's defense not being able to get to Bryce Young, yep. but it's understandable because it's Alabama. I'm not so sure if I'm going to give, like, we don't want to give Kirby Smart any credit. Are we going to give Jim Harbaugh all this mm-hmm. credit for this one year that Harbaugh has had that he's surpassed these expectations against this defense? I can't. Let me ask you this. They're, I think they're going to eat. The, like, that That defensive line might be sick. There's a reason why the total is 45 and a half. I know. It might get real ugly out there. Let me like, ask you this. Oh, my goodness. I have a question for you. Is there any... Any change to your opinion about how this Georgia defense will function no. without Dan Lanning being fully committed because he's now going to Oregon? No. No, no, no Dan no, no, no. Lanning. No. 
Not at all. Because here's why. You have you, there are levels of colleges, right? There's there is a level of competency in the way you handle things. You look at some coaches skating off um and halfway through the door, like you we look these bowl games, these random teams. Oh, this coach is going to coach uh Michigan's remote campus. Is he like okay, that's one thing. But when we're talking about Georgia and Alabama, that's a part of the the that's a part of what happens there. Like their culture is to promote. Their culture is to have a co- have coaches that go- that come the there and like if you this is what we do here. You can be great here and then you go into the NFL. You can be great here and then you go into get your own college football team to coach. That's a part of the experience. Now, when you get to teams that are not used to that level of success, then it becomes a problem. But like I can't even imagine like those Georgia guys in that unit and how successful they've been all year long. I think they'd be ecstatic that their coach is about to leave and go take over a big job. And this is how you take them out on a high note. We just we let our coach down by that performance we put together against Alabama. If you think there's the one thing that they're focused on is if you think Bama's going to win, which I think we all do, but Thor doesn't. If you think Bama's going to win, your goal is like, okay, we have Michigan in front of us. We got to get back to Bama to send our coach out on a high note. Not all. Oh, we're just all now we're just dejected because landing is out and. You know, I don't think we believe in each other anymore. The goal is to get back to Bama and get it back in blood. Like, that's the goal after that embarrassment. So, no, I don't think that's the case at all. I, Michigan Michigan is a – they're a casualty at this point. Michigan is a casualty. They are in the way. They are going to get destroyed. Tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, give me Georgia 7.5 and, and give me the under 45.5. And, and I'm also a little skeptical about taking the under because I think Georgia is going to be so fed up with all the distractions, all the noise about how the Alabama just destroyed them one month off, now they're they're ruined now. They went from one to three. They are going to look at Michigan like a, a hungry man on his birthday. They're going to look at Michigan like a man who was on death row and he has one meal left. I'm gonna I'm gonna be slow about this. I'm gonna take every single bite and enjoy. I'm gonna savor it. Who is this? This this is the defensive end that's going where the best defensive end where. Please, please bring it here. A month prep. Listen, listen. To, there's I, motivation. I Mi- trust Michigan. I trust Jim Harbaugh. Said nobody. He's won ever. every. He's won everywhere he's ever. No, been. that's there's a difference between winning and then living up to expectations. Harbaugh has, has, every, has he is historically underwhelming. Kim, my line. He is historically underwhelming. His one goal when he got to Michigan was what? Beat Ohio State. When did he beat Ohio State? When? This year, right? Has been him any other time before that. Now we're saying we trust Jim Harbaugh? Well, here's the thing. I trust Jim Harbaugh more than I trust Kirby Smart and Stetson Bennett. Who has the better offense, Georgia or Michigan? I think Michigan. Who has the better defense, Georgia or Michigan? I think it's close, but I give it to Georgia. Who has the better coach, Kirby Smart or Jim Harbaugh? I think it's close. I give it to, in this spot, I give it to, I give it to Harbaugh. All right, so you're on Michigan. I'm on Michigan. That's where your money is? Show bet. All right, tomorrow in the bloodbath that we're going to be calling the Orange Bowl. It is Georgia. Georgia's going to roll, but we are having an official show bet. And this is motivation for you, the listener, to be right back here tomorrow. Because at this same time, Friday, tomorrow, New Year's Eve, we're we're going to be here watching it on all. You know what? Forget whatever games else is going on. It's just that. All four of these TVs. Don't come here looking for NBA previews. Don't come here asking about, oh, is Tulane going to cover against Tuskegee in NCAA basketball? I'm not going to lie. We do not care. We are watching the fight of all fights. 7.30 tomorrow. That's all we're watching. I kind of wish that Alabama didn't start at 3.30. 
that's sick. Because I don't want to come in here knowing that the result of that game. I wish I kind of wish they had been simulcast, but that's not like great for, for money. Or even and stuff at like, like 10. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna boycott that game, and then we're gonna re we're gonna rewatch it live while we're watching Michigan and Georgia tomorrow. I'm on Georgia. Trish is on Michigan. That's show bets for you.